Hi, and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am your host, Zakia McCoy. And here we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or whatever your case may be. Now, I'm very excited because we're continuing our Men's Entrepreneur Month. I'm going to be interviewing Dwayne, the credit man, Reed. I'm super excited. So I just want to give you guys some updates on what I got going on. And then I'm going to go ahead and read our monthly positivity poem. And then we're going to get into our interview. Now, I'm super excited to be writing for Tasty Thursdays on IamSheCanspires.com. And I will be giving you reviews on my favorite restaurants I've visited recently or giving you recipes. And I also have uh, Sweet Treat Saturdays that I do on Facebook. I'm going to once a month doing the Sweet Treat Saturdays and just giving you guys a refresh on all of the Sweet Treat Saturday videos I've already done. And I also do uh, Monday mornings. Super excited about that. I cook brunch. It's my favorite meal time of the day. And I also do that from Facebook. And I've started a segment called uh, Fetch Meals. Three to five ingredients on YouTube. So make sure you guys go check that out. And I also have a few books on Amazon. I have the uh, 15 in 15 minute meals available on Amazon. It's a cookbook for people who need to spruce up their everyday menus or just need something quick to cook and they don't have all day to spend in the kitchen. So great meals, great ideas. And I get a lot of the recipes that I share on here from that cookbook that I wrote. All right, now I'm going to go ahead and read our positivity poem so we can get to our interview. Positivity leads to strength. When you are strong, you have might. Might gives you determination. Determination gives you the unwitting nerve to succeed. Positive drive motivation, a delicious recipe to succeed in every aspect of life. Now, Dwayne Reed, a.k.a. the Quarter Man Reed, is the founder and CEO of Reed Financial Solutions. Established in 2007, Dwayne has taken his knowledge of the credit industry and provided his clients with the education and services they need to gain a clean slate, offering individual packages and services such as credit building and credit repair. When Dwayne is not busy helping others clean up their credit, he is busy being a father and husband. Are you looking to take an adventure without leaving your home? Do you need to get out of the doghouse or spruce up your website? It may be time for you to check out Zakia McCoy, the author. With tons of books on Amazon, from fiction to cookbooks, also providing editing services, 
special occasion poems, content writing for personal emails, websites, and blogs. You can check out Zykeia McCoy on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Zykeia McCoy, the author on Facebook, and Word Lovers Welcome blog. Hi, Dwayne. Thank you for joining us. Hey, how are you? Sorry, I couldn't understand how to use this thing, man. It's kind of confusing. Hey, understandable. I have issues with most of the apps that I use on a daily basis, <laughs> so I understand. Okay, cool, cool. What's going on? How are you? Uh, so far, so good. Okay, cool, cool. Oh yeah, but I'm very optimistic. Things are going to keep going good. Exactly, exactly. Now, how did you find your way into the credit business? Um. So, okay. So, this is a great story. When I was, I'm, I'll make a long story short. Though, when I was 19, actually, no, started when I was 17. When I was in high school, a friend of mine he used to, um, he used to help people start business credit. Because back in the day, it was easy to start business credit. And what people would do is they would start business credit, you know, run it up and then bankrupt it. And they would do this over and over again until Bush came in and changed the bank. Are you still there? Yes, I had a I had a call. Let me put on the the what you call it. Um, okay, so until the change of the bankruptcy law, so what we did was uh, what we used to do. We used to go downtown and you know get like the business names and make sure the names was available, and he used to pay us to do that. So then one day I just asked him. I said, "What is this for?" You know, and he ended up giving me a book to read. So I read the book, and it was all about credit. And I remember after reading the book, I was like, man, credit is a ripoff. Why would anybody want to, uh, <laughs> why would anybody want credit? So then, um, you know, just tell me what happened. My mother tried to get a car. She couldn't get a car because her credit was bad. So then, um, you know, she came to me complaining one day saying how her credit was bad and she can't get the car that she wants. And I was like, oh, you know, well, I got, um, I can get you credit. You know, I can fix your credit. And she said, what you know about fixing credit? So I fixed her credit for her. So then, um, then she came, then my father, you know, after she got her car, my father came to me and said, hey, I know, I heard you know how to fix credit. And then pretty much the rest is history. Now, this was at 17. That is crazy young. Yeah, 17. And I fixed their credit when I was 19. And I didn't really, I didn't really get into the whole credit thing. I used to do it, you know, just like family members. I didn't realize how important it was at the time. Because, you know, they, they didn't teach you this stuff at school. And I had bad Definitely credit. Definitely not. You know, I couldn't <laughs> get nothing. I had bad credit. I didn't, I didn't understand nothing about it as far as, what it was used for, I just knew how it worked. And then, um, and you know, I understood the dispute process. And then um, pretty much, I think it, it was in 2006. What happened was I met this girl. She introduced me to this guy, and this guy, he invited me. He, every Saturday, I used to go to his house. And um, he would have a bunch of people there to fix their credit. And they would pay me $100 a person. So I used to just go there every, you know, every Saturday and just fix credit, fix credit, fix credit, not even realizing, you know, what I was doing. Um, then one day, I was on the parkway. And I remember I had my 93 Toyota Camry. This was in 2005. I had my 93 Toyota Camry. And I, um, and I was, you know, we was in traffic. And a, a brand new um, BMW 645 pulled up next to me. And the guy said, thanks, credit man, and pulled off. And it was one of the guys that I helped fix his credit. So I thought to myself, I said, why, um, I said, why, why am I driving a 93 Camry? He's driving a brand new BMW. So then something told me, go home and research the whole credit thing. And that's when I realized you know, that this whole credit was a billion-dollar industry and what it was used for, and that's when I kind of, like, kind of woke up and really, you know, started taking it seriously. And is that when you decided to work for yourself? Well, I started working for myself three years ago. Um, 
whole work with myself thing was cool. You know, it was an idea I always had, but I never thought I could actually do it. And then until so I found myself not being able to spend time with my family. What really made me realize I had to do it was when I was, um, one day I came home and my daughter was running towards me and she fell. And when she fell, she ended up scraping up her, um, she ended up scraping her knee, and, you know, as she got up. And I put my hands up to pick her up. I put my hands up to pick her up and she ran right past me and ran upstairs to her mother. So that pretty oh, much wow. told me that I wasn't spending enough time at home because I was working and doing the credit thing on the weekends. So, you know, then I realized that I had to, you know, start changing things up and I had to, you know, do it full-time. And then one day, my, I, you know, I found every reason in the world not to do it full-time because, you know, that fear is real when you're trying to, you know, go into oh, home. And then um, one day my wife was like, no, nah, you got to you got to quit your job. I was like, right now? She's like, yeah, right now. So I ended up quitting my job. You know, that, that night I called my boss, told him that, um, you know, I couldn't do this anymore. And he understood. And then he said, okay, we'll put your two weeks notice in. Then they tried to offer me a part-time position. And everything just went left at the job. And I ended up just leaving like three weeks later. And I've been oh, doing wow. it full-time ever since. Now, how has positivity affected your success? Say that again? How has positivity affected your success? Oh, well, I've always, always been a positive guy. So I was like, you know, I always feel like I can do whatever I set my mind to, whatever I accomplish. So, um, you know, always I've always had positivity in my life. So it's like I can't even tell you how it affected my success because I never really thought, like, negative. You know what I mean? I always, I've always been the positive person with everything. Every situation that I'm in, I'm always trying to find a positive with it. So, okay. Yeah. Now, what three things should people know about credit? Um, one, how it's very important. And when I say it's very important, it's tied to everything. And when I say tied to everything, I mean everything. You want to get an apartment, they're going to run your credit. You want to get a car, they're going to run your credit. You want to buy a house, they're going to run your credit. You want to get life insurance, you want to get car insurance, they're going to run your credit. Credit is tied to everything. It's only getting worse. You have more and more people attaching themselves to your credit history. For instance, if you want to get a job now, a lot of financial companies won't even look at you until they look at your credit report. You can have the years, the experience, the education, everything. But if you don't have the credit, you'll get denied for that. And I know a couple people that got denied because of their credit. So one is very important. Two, they need to at least at, at least understand the basics of credit. And when I say the basics, everyone should know that you pay your bills on time, and everyone should know about your credit card balances. That's the basic of credit. And I find that a lot of people don't even know that. Um, and three, let me see, one, two, three, the last thing about credit, um, everybody should know their score. That's very important. There's no reason why you should not know your score. And I meet people daily, and I ask them, you know, simple question, what was the last time you looked at your credit report? People tell me two, three years ago, and I don't understand how you survive, you know, without knowing your credit. And that usually tells me that they're not doing nothing. They're not buying houses. They're not buying cars. And if they are buying cars, they're just going in and getting whatever the dealer gives them. Because if you don't know your credit score, your chances are it's bad. That's why you don't know it. Because it's probably, you know, dropped and you didn't want to look at it no more. So you got to, everyone should know their credit score. Everyone should know the basics of how credit works. Everybody should know how important credit is. Now, I, I know what my credit karma credit score is. Mm -hmm. But after watching your lives, I know that that's not the accurate credit score. Yeah. So credit karma, there's a, couple issues, there's a couple issues with credit karma's credit score. Cause they, there's a couple things that they don't look at in the calculation that's the problem it's, um they don't look at the age of your credit report which is a big deal on fico because i've seen people with you know a year or two worth of history and a 750 on credit karma then you go on fico they were 610. um another thing they don't respect is your debt to credit ratio which is how much credit you actually use compared to your credit card limits 
I've seen people max out credit cards and paid off, you know, paid a whole card off and they score above 20 points. So that's how I know credit card is not accurate. It tends to be more accurate the higher it goes. But again, they don't look at the age of the credit report, so that's always the issue. But credit card, I usually tell people anything that's free is usually not good for you. So you need to pay for a, a real credit um, a real credit score. And I have, I've done that. So I'm good on that part now. <laughs> what song keeps you positive? Like if you're having a bad day or you just need to clear your head, what song does that for you? Is that a song? Yeah. I don't really, you know what, I'm not, I don't really have a song like that, that, you know, usually, um, let me see what song, I don't, I don't really listen to music when I'm not, when I'm having a bad day, I'm push through it, music is not really my thing like that, I mean, I like music, but it's not really my go-to, you know, when I'm feeling, um, when I had a hard day, um, let me see, what, do I have a song? I can't really think about no songs right now that I would, uh, you know, like a go-to song, I don't really have that. Good question, too. Wow, I've never thought about that before. <laughs> now I gotta I, get a go-to song. <laughs> I feel like everybody does this. They just don't realize it sometimes. Like, I just gave you a name last week. You gave me a list of songs. I can't hear you going out. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but you sound high now. How about now? Yeah, it sounds a little better. Okay. I just interviewed uh, last week last week and he had a list of songs and I feel like everybody has a song but they don't realize they yeah, have Yeah, you, you're probably right. You're probably right. I probably never noticed it before. Now, how can credit change lives? I know that it's important uh-huh. but I see on your website you're changing lives out here. Well, it's, it's, it's literally life changing. Let me, let me start with the basics, right? Because I think a car, usually people equate good credit to getting a nice car, right? Usually that's what people think about when they think about good credit. So when you were just walking into the dealership with bad credit and good credit, it's a totally different experience. A lot of people that walk into a, a dealership with bad credit, they're dependent on the dealership, they're dependent on the sales guy. They usually get taken advantage of because they don't have any other choice but to get taken advantage of. They end up leaving the dealership feeling like they got beat up. But, you know, they don't, they don't feel good about their purchase because they didn't have much say in their purchase. A lot of times the dealership will tell you what car they're going to sell you. And if they tell you what price you're going to buy this car at, you pretty much have no leg room, right? And when you have good credit, you go into the dealership confident because you know what your credit score is. The dealer, once they see your credit score, they know that they don't got to do much work to get you approved. They know what bank is going to approve you. So it's less work for you, less work for them. And all of a sudden, you start seeing all these perks coming out because now they know that when a person has good credit, they don't have to come to your dealership. So you have to make them feel like they made the right choice. As opposed to the person that has bad credit, they're like, hey, you came here, this is what we could do for you, take it or leave it. So it's a completely different, it's completely different. Like, it's a different feeling to know that, let's say you get an apartment, you need furniture. You know you're going to get approved. There's nothing in your head saying, man, what if they don't approve me? You're, you know you're going to get approved, right? And as opposed to somebody who just gets an apartment and, you know, they, they can't get furniture because their credit is shot. Or let's say, you know, you want to start a business. If you have good credit, you could build business credit up fast. So that'll help your, your business to thrive. So if you need income or you need a loan or you need credit cards, you can get all of that day one, as opposed to, you know, being in business a whole bunch of years before anybody will even look at you, you know, to give you credit. So credit literally puts you in a different mindset, puts you in a different position, makes you feel better, makes you feel more confident about yourself, just knowing that you have the credit. Let's say something happens. Let's say, you know, God forbid you have children and, you know, your child needs a surgery and you know how insurance is these days. You might have to pay five, $6,000 out your pocket. 
when you have good credit, you literally can just go and get a loan, pay what you got to pay, and all is well. As opposed to somebody with bad credit, they don't have that option. That option is not available to them, right? So credit literally can literally changes your life. So when I when I say that, people think I'm just trying to sell a product, but they don't understand. I'm I'm actually selling a lifestyle. Like it's more like a lifestyle that I'm selling. Like talk to people that had good credit and then now they have you know they have bad credit and now they have good credit. Their whole mindset changes. Like all of a sudden they want to buy a house. All of a sudden they want to go get you know trade their car and get a nicer car. All of a sudden now they want to look for that you know that apartment that they always wanted. You know, all of a sudden they want to apply for this job that they always wanted that they couldn't get because of their credit. It's like it opens so many doors for you, so it literally changes your mind. It changes your life. So that's why I always tell people this, and they always look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, ah, you won't see, and they always say you're right. Now, how important is it for a business owner or entrepreneurs to have business credit? Um, a business credit can help your – business credit is, is made really for one thing, right? It's made for your everyday – business and it's made to carry you over a slow point so when you're that's why a lot of um, businesses thrive off credit lines so what happens is they might run their payroll off of a credit line and when it when the business is slow they have that credit line to you know to lean back on so they can they can continue paying their, their uh employees for a couple months before they got to worry about anything you know what i mean by that time things don't pick back up and he's back on track because you know every every business has busy season and slow seasons so that's why you you want credit now companies that don't have business credit or, you know, a small business that don't have business credit, when times get hard, they fail. Like, there is no, you know, they can't afford for times to get hard because they, they fail because they don't really realize the, the importance of credit. I feel like credit is so, credit is like a system in place that's there to help you, but a lot of people don't want to do their due diligence to go out there and find out how it works, how it could benefit them. They feel like it's just a headache. I'd rather just use cash. I'd rather use cash. I'd rather use cash. What happens when there's no more cash? Right, like I, I meet I meet clients daily that tell me, oh, I do everything cash. I'm like, well, that's not the right way to do things. You're not getting credit for anything, because you can pay on cash. All you can pay things cash all you want on time. You're not getting no credit for it. The minute you want credit, they're gonna look at you like you never bought nothing in your life. So business credit is very important for every business. That's what I'm trying to push, you know, the whole business credit thing. But again, you know, sometimes it's hard to get to our people and let them know that this stuff is important for them, because they don't really they don't really understand it until they need it. That's when they realize how important it is when they're in the jam, and that's when they need it. And that's the worst time to need it because you don't have the time to wait because it is a process. Definitely. Mm. Now, uh, do you cook? I tried once. I don't have the patience to cook, man. <laughs> you got to have patience to cook. I, 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 anything that involves patience, I can't do it. Painting, cooking, oh. any, I can't do it. Even I, I'll sit down and read a book, and after a while, I'll just get tired of it. So I can only read a certain amount of hours, a certain amount of minutes, I mean. Before I get oh, time, wow. I can't do nothing that requires patience. Well, what is your favorite meal to eat then? Mongo cookie. Well, I like spaghetti and meatballs. I like um, I like salmon with brown rice. Um, I like uh, I love fried chicken, but I kind of stop eating that stuff because you know it's not really good for you. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's, it's a struggle. It's a daily struggle. Uh, pizza, of course. I think that's everybody's favorite. Uh, and another thing I love to eat is cheeseburgers, which I cut cut back on that too. Um, so pretty much any anything junk food yeah, <laughs> is my favorite. Junk food, spaghetti and salmon are pretty good. Yeah, that's 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 the after. That's what I learned to eat after I you know put the junk food down. <laughs> so I started finding things that I actually like because I would never give that stuff a chance because you know I was I was hooked on junk food. But now that I'm kind of off it, I mean I eat it every now and then. And I like I like Chipotle too. A little rice bowl with the black beans and the lettuce and, you know, 
chicken and all that. My friend from Chipotle, she keeps trying to get me to eat. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Not bad at all. Now, what three things do people get wrong when it comes to credit? Um, everybody thinks they can fix credit themselves. Um, 99% of the time they can't because, for one, most people don't understand how a credit report score is calculated. So how can you fix a score when you don't know how the score is calculated? Um, two is they think the cheaper the service, the better. For some reason, they think that they can get a cheap repair service, and it's going to give them good results. Um, again, nothing that's free or cheap is usually not good for you. Um, and another thing is um, people think that they re don't realize, they think that just because they got a credit card, they're supposed to use the whole thing. They don't realize that, you know, you, you want to maintain that 30% or less. But they think that just because they used it one time, it shouldn't drop their score. But they don't care how much time you go over your 30%. The minute you go over 30%, your score is going to drop. That's like the rule. See, I'm learning something new already, guys. I did not know the 30% rule. Exactly. A lot of people, and I, I thought that was like a common rule, but a lot of people don't know about that rule. And that, paying, your, paying your credit on time is 35% of your credit calculation, and maintaining 30% or less is, is 30%. So if you follow just those two rules, you have a decent credit score, just with those two rules alone. See, I'm like most people. I grew up not knowing about credit. Yeah, yeah. Most, I'm trying to change that. Bad. So I've been working to get my credit to where I need it to be. Yeah. Now, what are you working on now? Um, I'm currently writing my first book, uh, which I'm almost done with the rough draft. Um, it's pretty much going to be about credit. It's going to pretty much credit how I feel credit works. I don't, I don't want to say you know like a credit book, but just based off my experience as a credit repair person, um, I'm going to write about credit and how it works and how it's calculated and you know. And then um, I'm working on that right now. I'm also, um, you know, just running my business, maintaining that. Um, and I'm also trying to, I'm in the middle of purchasing a space for my business so I can expand and, you know, open up like a, a office, like a real office. So that's what I'm currently that's working on now. Amazing. Now, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, I would have told my younger self to look up credit repair when I was 19 and not when I was 26. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I think, I think uh, that would have gave me five years head start, at least, you know. Now, what three tips would you give to someone who wants to improve their credit? Um, it, well, having good credit is all about your habits. A lot of times people have bad credit because they don't have good habits. So the first thing I would tell you is make sure you pay all your bills that report to your credit on time. Um, secondly, when it comes to credit cards, if you cannot afford to pay it off, do not buy things on your credit card. That's just because you have the money on your credit card. Credit cards are very expensive money. And three is specifically for my ladies. You can't, um, if you have a shopping problem, the worst thing you could do is walk around with your credit cards in your pocket. That's the worst thing you can do because as soon as you see something you want, you're going to buy it. There's nothing there to, there's nothing there in between your hand and your credit card because it's right there in your pocketbook. You need to leave all your credit cards at home and only walk around with your debit card and maybe one credit card. So that way when you see something that you want, by the time you go home, you know, get the card and get back in the car. You had time to think about do you really need that or not? I can definitely relate to that. Yeah, um, a, lot of women, a lot of women can. <laughs> Mostly shoes and clothes. Exactly, exactly. And that's the worst thing to buy with credit cards. That's the worst thing to buy. Anything. I, I always tell people another one. I'm going to throw an extra one in here. Don't buy nothing that you can eat or that you wear on a credit card. Because wow. even if you save money on it, by the time you pay the interest and all that stuff, you paid way more 
you know, than you would have paid. See, where were you when I got my first credit card? I needed this information. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to put. I'm trying to put all this stuff out here. You know, people are mad at me these days for doing this, but it is what it is. I know. I, I, I follow you on live faithfully, so I yeah. see a lot of the negative energy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like the bigger I get, the more, you know, the more hate I get. But I'm, it comes, it comes with the, um, with the territory. So I'm not mad at it. That's what they say. <laughs> How can the people get in contact with you? What are your usernames and handles and all of that fun stuff? Uh, well, I'm on Instagram. Um, Read Financial Solutions is the name of my company, so that's also the name of my Instagram. But it's Read Underscore Financial Underscore Solutions with an S. I'm on Facebook. Same thing. Read Financial Solutions. Um, if they want to email me, you can email me at Clean Slate, which is my old name. I didn't update that yet. But Clean Slate, um, C is in credit, R is in repair. So Clean Slate CR at Yahoo.com. Um, those are the easiest ways to get in, you know, get in touch with me. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us, and I hope you have a positive rest of your evening. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on. Thank you for working with me. I know today turned out to be a very hectic day. Usually my Wednesdays are free, but not today for some reason. Understandable. Okay. I'm a mom, so I do all of that. I have to change up stuff too. So I get it. Exactly, exactly. I appreciate you for having me on. No problem. All right, cool. Let me know when you post it so I can share it. I definitely will. Okay, cool. All right, thanks.